Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the November 27th, 2016 edition of Season 4 of The Court Report on the Nachum Siegel Network, the premier place to get all your sports news and information regarding the Yeshiva League. The Court Report comes to you every Sunday night at 7 p.m., as well as an encore presentation on Tuesday night at 7 p.m. right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. Every week we'll take a look back and a look ahead at all things Yeshiva League. Had a game this week? Let us know about it. Friend me on Facebook. You can send me a message. My name is Elliot Weiselberg. That's W-E-I-S-E-L-B-E-R-G. Or you can like the Court Report fan page. You can also follow me and tweet me on Twitter. My name is Y-L-S Wiseguy. That's Y-L-S-W-E-I-S-G-U-Y. Because if I don't know about it, we can't talk about it. Thank you again to our amazing sponsor, Crown Trophy of Brooklyn. Crown Trophy of Brooklyn has been servicing the Yeshiva League for over a decade, and if you've won a championship within that period, you've already benefited from their amazing handiwork and craftsmanship. Please give the entire gang a call at 718-769-4111 for all of your trophy and plaque needs. Again, I am your host, Elliot Weiselberg, coach, official analyst. Most of all, like you, I'm a huge Yeshiva League fan, and I am humbled and privileged to be able to share the amazing efforts and accomplishments of these kids with you each and every week. If you have a smartphone and haven't downloaded the NSN app already, please do so. You'll have access to all of our episodes from this season, last season, all the way back to season one of The Court Report. Plus, you'll be able to send in comments for each show. Please keep the comments nice. Much like the show is not about me criticizing, degrading, or disrespecting players or coaches, please be courteous enough to do the same. On that note, uh, for those of you who are avid listeners to JM in the AM, please remember that coming this Thursday... JM and the AM will be exclusively on the Nachum Siegel Network. So if you do not have the app, you won't be able to listen to Nachum and all the great, amazing programming on JM and the AM starting this Thursday morning. So do yourself a favor, download the NSN app. This way you can continue listening to Nachum and also continue listening to the Tuesday morning JM and the AM sports update, which I happen to do. I know, shameless plug, but continue... Uh, in order to continue listening to us, you're going to have to download the NSN app. So please go ahead and do so right now. So today is officially our first real show episode. Up until this point, we've been doing a lot of previews. The first episode of the year, we did the JV and Varsity Hockey preview with TABC Varsity head coach Mo Fuchs. Great listen again for those who love just listening to uh, stories about about the past and the Yeshiva Leagues. And last week, or our last episode, because we didn't have one last Sunday, but the Tuesday before, uh, and I'll get to that in just a second, Tuesday before, we had a basketball preview with SAR JV head coach Michael Courtney. So, as I said, this is really going to be our first episode where we're talking exclusively about what's going on in the Yeshiva League, and we have about a month's worth of stuff to talk about, so we've got a lot to pack into today's episode. What we're going to do today is I'm going to go through each of the leagues. I'm going to give you uh, just a little bit of a summary of what's going on, who's in the league, and what's gone on for the last month. We're going to do what we usually do for those who are new 
uh, season four of this. We've been doing this for the last three seasons. Every week, I'm going to take you through exactly what's going on in the Yeshiva League. This is the only place you're going to be able to get a complete recap of what's going on with Yeshiva League sports. Every week, we'll take a look at the games that happened. We'll look at the standings. We'll look at the games for the week ahead. Some interesting insights, and we'll, uh, you know, we'll we'll have a lot of fun just talking about the ins and outs of what these kids are doing on the court. So we're going to get to it in a second. Just want to remind everybody, this is going to also be the first of the Sunday night episodes. For the last two, the last two episodes we've, we've had, we did Tuesday nights and then Sunday nights. We're going back to the Sunday-Tuesday format, which is why we didn't have a show this past Tuesday night. Sorry for the confusion. We're going to start tonight with our first Sunday episode with the encore happening on Tuesday night. So from here on out, at least until playoff season, which is around February time, don't worry, we'll give you a heads up when we're going to switch back. But as we usually do around playoff time, we will switch back to the Tuesday-Sunday. It's just easier to get all of the information for all the teams in by doing Tuesday-Sunday. But it makes life a nightmare for me. So we will be doing Sunday and Tuesday from here on out. I hope everyone had a happy Thanksgiving weekend. I I know that people were on break, and uh, I hope that we're getting ready to go back to school and really get into the heart of the of the Yeshiva League. For the last month, uh, a lot's been packed in just with the way the schedule worked out because of the fact that that uh, Sukkot and the, the High Holidays were so late. Everything sort of gets squeezed into a very, very small window between November, December, a little bit of January, and then the first week or two of February. So most teams have gotten, I would say, a quarter of the way into their season. Uh, just about all the leagues have have got hit the about the quarter mark. Um, some of the JV leagues are actually almost actually near the halfway mark, and so it's it's incredible to see exactly what shaped out in just three and a half weeks of action. The league technically beginning, um, I would say technically beginning October 30th might have been the first game. I, I, I'll look through the notes. October, October 31st was actually the first of the games in uh, in some of the leagues. So we really do have a lot to get through. So let's jump right into it. We're going to start out in varsity hockey. Uh, the way that the league set up this year, we have two divisions of eight teams. Uh, in the east, we have Hafter, Rambam, DRS, Flatbush, Hank, Mag, and David, Solomon Schechter, North Shore, and YDE. Out west, we have TABC, SAR, Frisch, Kushner, Ramaz, MTA, JEC, Hillel, and Westchester. So pretty even divisions in terms of numbers. The playoffs this year are actually going back to its old format. Instead of last year, where it was five teams uh, from each conference, this year we're going back to the six teams in each conference, where the top two teams will get a bye, and the second teams will host first-round games, and the uh, sorry, one and two will get a bye. Three and four will host first round games against five and six in the same divisions. Uh, we'll get a little more into that as it goes on. Uh, not enough time to really explain to you everything about the playoffs right now. Championship for that is set. Uh, it's right now it's set for Sunday, March nineteenth. So a lot of action happening. The way we're going to do this, we'll actually just start into a, by talking about the past week's games, and then we'll work our way down. 
So let's start out in the East, where currently Rambam sits atop the leaderboard at 4-0. Rambam jumped out to a 4-0 record this past Monday night with a 10-4 win over Flatbush. Game that went back and forth for the first two periods. Flatbush scoring the first goal just a little over a minute into the game. Sam Laniato potting the first goal. Rambam would score two before the period came to an end to take a one-goal lead into the second period. In the second period, though, Rambam would extend its lead to 4-1. Flatbush and Rambam that would go back and forth at the end of the period. Three goals in a matter of 27 seconds, bringing the score to 5-4 Rambam by the time the period ended. However, the very next period belonged solely to Rambam as the Ravens ran away, scoring five goals in the period to finalize the score at 10-4. Harry Tannen and Avi Orlau each scoring three goals in the victory. So again, that was Rambam's fourth win of the season. They'd also taken wins this year, a win, uh, opening uh, game win over Hank 6-5 on a last-minute goal by Daniel Yataki, defeating Megan David as well as North Shore. So their four wins are all in the division. They'll actually start the out-of-division play this coming week against TABC, which we'll preview a little later on. On. Behind them, though, not very far, the DRS Wildcats. DRS right behind them, 3-0, 6 points. They got that way, defeated Solomon Schechter twice, including one game this past week, defeating them 5-0. The bigger game to mention, though, two weeks ago, DRS defeating Hafter 1-0. Jakey Friedman with the shutout. Shlomo Mansbach, the only goal of the game, that game in Hafter. So a key win for DRS very early on against the Hafter squad, a very much improved Hafter squad, which Mo Fuchs and I talked about a few weeks ago. They'll be a team to watch as the season goes on, but DRS taking the opening salvo in uh, against one of the top teams in the division. Tied with DRS in points, though not in record, Flatbush. Uh, three and two. So the, the loss this week to Rambam dropped them down almost near the 500 mark. They're five games into the season, so they're a third of the way through their season. Taking a couple of key victories early, early on. They beat Hank a few weeks ago. They topped, um, let's see, they beat Hank 4 nothing. Defeat, defeated Mac and David 9-4. to uh, Another key loss, though, in their interdivision contest with Frisch, a 6-1 drubbing at home. So Flatbush is, Flatbush is in the mix. They're at 3-2. and two. They're a couple of games behind those above them. They do have a bit of, ki- of cushion, though. They are tied right now with North Shore, who is 3-3. Three and three. North Shore's had a bit of an up-and-down year. Again, not having a JV squad, having to compact their team into uh, their JV and varsity into one. So they have a couple of freshmen and sophomores playing with their varsity squad, but still doing uh, still doing well. Started off the season with a 6-0 win over YDE before falling 6-0 to Mag and David. They would avenge that loss to Mag and David this past week with an 8-1 win along the way. They also defeated Solomon Schechter 1-0 two weeks ago. Greg Barry, the only goal of the game, Jack Tagerstein with the shutout. Uh, again, the 8-0 loss to Rambam, which you mentioned earlier, being their third loss. So North Shore still finds itself in the mix. Three wins at this point in the season, although six games in, but against the teams that, that they should be racking up points against, especially when it comes to taking a look at the playoff standings, which we'll get to in a second, because things are starting to take form. Uh, at the very least, you'll see where things are going when I when I recap the standings board. Behind them, though, is Hank at 
two and two, four points. Hank again starting out the season with a win over Mag and David before that one goal loss to Rambam. They've alternated where they've also where they lost the game to Flatbush and then came back with a victory over uh, sorry, they had the the nor a three one North Shore victory before that Flatbush game. So the Flatbush game dropped them to two and two. Behind them at one and five is Mag and David. Mag and David's only win, that opening win to, uh, to sorry, not that opening win, but the op- but their first win, their only win to North Shore, the six nothing win along the way. They all they dropped games to Hank, uh, twice to Hank. I'm uh, sorry, one to Hank, one to Rombaum, one to Flappers, and they opened their season up with an interconference game against JEC that they lost as well. Rounding out the division right now, Hafter has only played that one game that we mentioned, DRS. They're 0-1. They'll have a much more packed schedule Dicks coming month. I think they play four or five games uh, over the next two or three weeks. We'll get uh, we'll get to that a little later on. But a little further down, we have YDE at 0-3. YDE taking losses to North Shore, Flatbush, and a cross-conference game with Hillel. And behind them, Solomon Schechter at 0-4. Solomon Schechter... Losing twice to DRS, losing to North Shore, and losing to Hillel. So the standings board right now in the East shapes up uh, very interestingly. You have one, two, three, four, five, six teams uh, who have points. Uh, Hafter, again, hasn't had as many games as the other teams. you got to assume that Hafter, though, with their talent, is going to be up there. So seven. Unless YDE and Solomon Schechter start turning their season around over the next week, or next week or two, where each have a number of games. Uh, Solomon Schechter having one, two, three games over the next week. YDE having two, one against Hafter. Unless they start turning their season around now, uh, going to be in a bit of trouble, not having their first wins, and taking losses against teams that they really do need to beat. Again, uh, YDE losing to North Shore, losing to Hillel. Solomon Schechter losing to North Shore and Hillel, both uh, both the same. These are games that, uh, that especially if you want to hang around with the teams that are at the more in the middle top of the division, you've got to start beating, especially because North Shore is fighting for one of the middle to lower spots, along with Mag and David. Uh, these are teams you got to start contending with, and if they don't start turning their season around, they're going to have a little a little tougher road when they first start having to face teams like Solomon Schechter's facing Rambam this week. That's going to be an extremely tough game for them. YDE's facing Hafter on Monday night. That's going to be an extremely tough game for them. So you'll really start getting into the meat where there are teams that you'll just have to have an extraordinary effort to beat. But in lieu of that, we have seven teams right now, if you take a look at it, and you include Hafter, seven teams fighting for six playoff spots. That extra playoff spot certainly opens up uh, a wide range of options for the Eastern Conference. But one of those teams, one of at least one of those seven teams, will not be in the playoffs. Unle- you know, you never know what happens with YDD and Solomon Schechter, but at least one of the seven teams that we mentioned will not be in the playoffs. So this is where the teams really have to start... Um, sort of fighting for it. And Mag and David, right now at one and five, sort of has the 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 hardest road getting there. It seems as if Mag and David and North Shore, uh, just from the teams the way the teams have played this year, Mag and David and North Shore are sort of the ones shaping up to be fighting for that sixth spot. And the the way the two schedules have run out this year so far um, their schedule is somewhat similar. They both face uh, two two hard teams 
twice. Uh, they faced a hard team twice. Mag and Davids got Ron bumped twice. North Shore's got Flatbush twice. They both have YDE. So that's equal. Um, North Shore, though, has Solomon Schechter twice. Mag and David has Hank twice. That's a uh, that's an advantage to North Shore. Uh, then you have... Oh, sorry. Um, yes. And then they face each other twice, which they've split to this point. So... Mag and David's not going to get any more points off of North Shore. The rest of their games, all tough. North Shore has has the advantage in that they also have a, a cross-conference game still left with, an e, with a, not an easy team, but with a team that, for them, should be considered beatable in Westchester. Right now, North Shore, with three wins, two more wins than Mag and David, no more points coming from North Shore to Mag and David. And what seems to be an easier schedule, Mag and David needs to turn it around now, or else North Shore is going to, uh, not not so much coast, but North Shore is going to have a much easier time heading into the sixth spot than Mag and David will. Mag and David, again, at one and five, six games in, taking losses to a couple of teams that they really needed to beat in North Shore and JEC, and Hank, who is one of the teams above them. So unless Hank stumbles or Flappish stumbles, if Mag and David does not turn it around, they'll be the one looking on, on the outside looking in. Because you know Hafter is going to pick up wins. And uh, again, in lieu of that, Mag and David right now really needs to pick up their game. Heading out west, where it's an interesting standings board. It's, it's not something you've seen in recent years. But then again, it's very, very early. You have Ramaz at the top of the leaderboard. Ramaz taking early season wins. For, they're 4-1, and one, defeating Westchester, MTA, Kushner, and Hillel. So they've taken teams that they should beat, which is good for Ramaz. They've lost to TABC, though. The opening season uh, lost to TABC 6-4. was tied 4-4 late into the third period. So they were able to hang with a team that was what we'll consider, I guess, just above them in one of the top slots, TABC, while not, as Mo Fuchs said early on uh, in our preview, while not one of the extreme favorites this year, still a tough team that could make waves uh, over the course of the season. So Ramaz, again, that opening season loss to TABC 6-4, showing that they could hang tough with some of the with some of the good teams. And we'll get to TABC in a minute with a surprising result for them. Um, continuing on, they also they defeated MTA 3-2. And Hillel they defeated uh, with a little bit of a bigger margin. And they've they've done what they needed to do, Ramaz. Ramaz right now is atop the boards because they've gotten the job done. They'll have a little bit of a tougher schedule coming up. They'll have this coming week they have Frisch, so their road is about to get a bit bumpier. But if they can withstand this and show that they really deserve to be at the top of the leaderboard, uh, even with the small team that they have, they can really, really make a, a name for themselves uh, around the league for this coming year. Right behind them, though, surprisingly, although really shouldn't be surprisingly, JEC at 3-0. and JEC coming in with early season wins over Westchester, MTA, and Mag and David. Again, teams beating teams that they should beat. Jason Silverstein playing well in net for the uh, for the Thunder. An 8-1 win over Mag and David. Not to mention 3-1 win over MTA. And a... A who else did they beat? Again, I said that they also beat Westchester. Aha, yeah, a, a really, really monster drubbing of Westchester. Behind them, the MTA Lions at three and two. MTA 
taking a couple of wins over Hillel and Westchester as well, a uh, couple of wins over Westchester as well as win over Hillel, but not being able to get past Ramaz and JEC. Again, we just spoke to you about the Ramaz 3-2 victory. MTA, uh, more battling teams around their station for the first couple of games, uh, going to need to start winning the games against the teams around them, though, especially with JEC starting out doing that and having not suffered a loss yet. Uh, we'll get to MTA a little later on in terms of the schedule this week. Tough game against SAR coming up on Monday night. Behind them, again only because of games played, TABC 2-1-0-1. And that 0-1, a very interesting one. Remember in the uh, preview, I asked Mo Fuchs a, uh, a piece of trivia about the last loss that he'd taken. And... It was, I forgot exactly how many, it was because it was about a month ago we spoke about this, I believe it was 35, or 36 games, 36 regular season games, including the the TABC Ramaz game that they played earlier that they won, 36 regular season games without a loss, the last time that they lost, that Mo Fuchs or TABC lost a game in the regular season, Varsity, was back in December of 2013 against Frisch, and game against Frisch back on the 10th this year. Uh, really great game. For those of you that didn't watch it, go ahead, go back to TABC TV, take a look at it. It was a phenomenal game. Went to overtime. Two goalies, Charlie Freilish and Sally Weiser, really making some uh, amazing saves and keeping their team in it. 12 seconds into the overtime, though, Maury Bauer potting home a uh, a goal to give Frisch the one nothing overtime victory. So, TABC... For those that, that thought that they would be pushovers this year, not having uh, the same teams that they had in the past, you're sorely mistaken taking a look at that result. The other loss that they suffered this past week was a 6-2 loss to SAR in SAR. SAR always a tough place to play, always giving uh, TABC, no matter what the teams that they had, always giving them fits. But they did manage to pick up two extremely key wins over Ramaz and Hillel to start the season. This week, uh, they'll get Rambam as one of their key games of the season. This is a a game sort of test for both teams, uh, both TABC and Rambam, where they really stand. Uh, We'll get to that when we do the preview for the coming week. Behind them, SAR, we just mentioned SAR 2-0 also having picked up a win over Hillel. Just really getting into their season, only playing two games. Also only playing two games, Frisch. Besides from that win over TABC, Frisch also took the the 6-1 win over Flatbush. Frisch playing dominating so far. And uh, they'll pick up their season this coming week with two games. Um, Not really high profile for them. They'll face Ramaz in Ramaz on Tuesday night. And they will get Westchester at home on Thursday. Behind them, Hillel, six games into their season at 2-4. and four. Hillel trying to make a bid for the last playoff spot in the West. Uh, again, 2-4, and four, taking wins over YDE and Solomon Schechter, winning both of their cross games. In fact, there have been four cross games. All of them have gone to the West thus far. So we'll actually see this week. We have, a, we have one cross game this week, the Rambam-TABC game. We'll see whether or not that trend continues. But Hillel taking those two, although dropping games to MTA, TABC, SAR, and Ramaz. Again, teams that, especially with MTA and Ramaz, teams that Hillel needs to beat 
if they really want to have a shot at making it to the playoffs. With um, six teams, it's sort of, the matrix sort of shifts a bit. Last year, we gave you a little bit of a, a borderline prediction as to where you sort of needed to be in terms of points. Um, this year, I think it's sort of the six-win mark should get you into the playoffs because more than half the teams are making it into the playoffs. So six and eight should be good for, uh, for a good benchmark. Six wins, 12 points, a good benchmark for who should make the playoffs. Rounding out the division, Kushner only playing two games, one and one, and Westchester so far at 0 and 5. So, taking a look at the schedule for this coming week, Monday night, four four games on the slate. Solomon Schechter visiting Rombaum. Solomon Schechter looking for their first win. Hafter and YDE playing. YDE looking for their first win. Out west will be SAR and MTA. Uh, both teams looking for that extra step in the division. SAR still undefeated. MTA looking to uh, get win number four. Mac and David and Hank. We talked about that. Uh, you know the 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 where both of those teams stand and how important that game is for Mac and David. It's also important for Hank because Hank wants to try to keep pace with Flatbush and uh, and keep ahead of Hafter because they'll be fighting for at the very least be fighting for a first round home game. Also keeping pace with DRS and Rambam, just in case one of those teams falls as well. Tuesday night, we'll have Frisch and Ramaz. We covered that game from both teams' perspective uh, a little earlier. Uh, JEC and Hillel will play. JEC looking to stay undefeated. Hillel looking to keep itself in conversation this early on in the season. Kushner and SAR will play Wednesday night as well. Kushner, its first game in a couple of weeks. Wednesday night also, Flatbush and North Shore. North Shore getting their chance to try to gain a little bit of an advantage. They'll be at home against Flatbush. Flatbush sort of reeling a bit after last week. Wednesday night, also have Mag and David playing again against Salman Schechter. One of those two teams, um, well, both of those teams looking for looking for any advantage they can get. Salman Schechter looking to get their first win. It'll be their first game. It'll be... Uh, uh, First one game in two nights, they'll be playing. Sorry, first of, their, of two games in two nights, they'll play YDE on Thursday night as well. But the main game Wednesday night will be TABC and Rambam. Uh, these two teams met for the finals in JV three years ago with uh, TABC taking the 5 2 win. It's going to be the first time in a while that the varsity teams have faced. Uh, personally, I have. Never, I, other than Camp Dovid, I have never gone up against Coach Mofiux. This is always one of the, uh, this is sort of one of those things that that people look forward to because it's really a chance to to test your your wits against uh, you know one of the best in the league, and I'm very much looking forward to that. But other than that, the two teams, um, Rambam coming out being an offensive juggernaut to this point, TABC keeping teams down in the scoring columns, as shown by the, the Frisch game. It's going to be a, a battle that is going to going to really, really be fun to watch. So if you can get onto Rambam live, the Rambam live stream, take a look at that game. Thursday night, Frisch and Westchester. Uh, and Saturday night, we'll have Hillel and Kushner. Moving on to JV Hockey. JV Hockey 
also following the same format as Varsity. Uh, sorry, no. Also following the same. Also following Varsity and going back to their original format. They go back to the uh, to the four team format of a couple of years ago. For the last two years, they've gone to the five team format. But because the the divisions have sort of gone back to the East West, no more Central. We are dealing with eight teams making the playoffs. Four in each. In the East will be DRS, Hafter, Hank, Flatbush, Rambam, YDE, Magan David, and Shari Torah. Out West, Frisch, TABC, SAR, Kushner, JEC, Ramaz, and MTA. Just quickly running through this because uh, we're taking a lot of time on hockey today. Still got to get to basketball. But DRS in the East, DRS at the top of the division at 2-0-0-1. That, uh, oh, that, sorry, 2-0-1-0. That 2-0-1, that tie to Frisch this past week in DRS. A 1-1 tie between two of what should be considered uh, championship contenders in the league. Behind them, Hank at 2-0. Hank started out the season with a 5-2 win over Rambam. Hank with uh, with some goals from Bernie Maslin in that effort. Also taking a win over Shari Torah a little later on that this past week. Behind them at 2-1, Flatbush. Flatbush losing their first game this season to Rambam this past week, 2-1. Two, two goals by Jonathan Yitzhaki of Rambam in the win. That uh, that loss, especially key for Flatbush, as we'll get to a little later on, uh, when we talk about, like we talked about with with Varsity, when we talk about a little bit about the playoffs. So we'll get to that in a second. Rambam at two and two, right behind Flatbush, uh, two key losses, one to Hank, as we mentioned, and also a five-one loss to Sar this past week. Hafter at two and two, also. After taking wins to uh, wins over YDE and Mag and David, after dropping their first two games of the season, uh, four nothing cross conference game to Frisch. So you see where Frisch stands in the matter, and a three one loss to DRS in DRS. Two goals by Yosef Adler of DRS in that in that win. Behind Hafter, three teams with no wins. You have YDE, Shari Torah, and Mag and David. YDE at 0-3, Shari Torah at 0-4, and Mag and David at 0-4. So much like Varsity, you see the Eastern Conference is in a bit of a divide. You have five teams fighting for four spots, and three teams who are sort of falling out of it very quickly. Um, in terms of the in terms of the East and and the teams that are in contention. You can really look at DRS, Hank, and again, like in JV, you look at, like in Varsity, you look at Hafter. These are three teams that are, that should be, I can't say locks, but these are three teams that, as teams go, should look very comfortable going into the playoffs. Uh, the two teams that are going to find themselves fighting for that fourth spot, Flatbush and Rambam. So that win this past week of for Rambam over Flatbush was very, very crucial given their schedules. Uh, Flatbush is going to have a very big game this Monday night against uh, former Central Division rival uh, JEC. Last year, though, they split with JEC in the, when they were in, in the Central Conference. Flatbush taking the uh, the division though, but JEC uh, taking taking the first win in JEC one nothing. Flatbush taking the win in Flatbush seven to six. Renewing uh, pleasantries tomorrow night. Two teams that are. Both fighting for playoff spots in their division, both fighting for dominance in their division, both needing a win. Moving over to the West, 
JEC, as we just mentioned, uh, 3-0 and to start out their season. Surprising win. We've heard in the past of J, uh, JEC Varsity pulling out uh, wins, pulling out strange wins early on and playing great games early on in the year. But this time, the JV. JV against SAR. Remember when our first episode of the Court Report, all the way back, we mentioned to you JEC Varsity defeating SAR early on in the season uh, to, uh, to to surprise that in, our, in season one. Well, this time around, the JV took the uh, took the turn, defeating SAR two to one in overtime. Sophomore Sammy Simcha putting the ball into the net a little over two minutes into the extra session. Dovey White's playing phenomenal in net for those that watched that game. But this year, JEC really proving that they they have what it takes to hang and will be could be very well a force to reckon with come playoff time taking wins over over MTA and Mag and David as well. Their schedule will sort of allow them, at least now that we see what they can do, the schedule will sort of allow them to be in the mix at the end of the year. SAR, though, hanging in there at 2-0-0-1-1 right behind them. SAR, again, taking a win over Rambam this past week to up their record to two wins with five points. Also at five points, Ramaz at 2-1-1. and Ramaz taking a tie a few weeks ago to um, uh, I'm not taking a tie a few weeks ago to Kushner while getting early season wins on their interconference games with YDE and Share Torah. Right behind Ramaz is TABC, although not really behind them because TABC coming out showing that they are the force to be reckoned with in the West this year. They are two and zero, taking a three nothing win over Frisch to start their season, along with the win over Kushner, the win over Frisch, a three nothing shutout uh, by a Rummy Davis in net. Some great play by TABC in that game, really showing again. We at the beginning of the year with uh, with our preview interview, we we spoke about how TABC and Frisch going to go back. And Forth, they you can go back and forth on them. TABC taking the early season win there. Face will face them again a little later on in the year in Frisch. So we'll see if the change of venue will also yield a change of fortunes. Also at four points, MTA at two and one. MTA taking wins over Ramaz and Shari Tower to begin the year. JEC their only loss. Frisch at one one and one. Frisch's win over Hafter, their tie to DRS, and their loss to TABC. We've covered all three of those games. Expect them to uh, to be a little further up the standings board as the season goes on. And Kushner right now at 0-2-1, their lone point, a tie to Ramaz. This coming week, Flatbush and JEC will renew uh, rivalry tomorrow night. That in Flatbush at 8 o'clock. Also have another West, uh, a West game, MTA and Frisch tomorrow night in MTA. The only East game on the week will be Wednesday night. Rambam facing YDE. Both teams need that game. Rambam needing it to sort of get a get a leg up on Flatbush, depending on what happens tomorrow night's game in JEC. Uh, sorry, with JEC. We'll cover that a little more next week, but stay tuned to see where that battle between Rambam and Flatbush goes. They'll meet again in two weeks. And so we'll cover a little more of the dynamic between those two. Again, that the only East game on the week. Uh, the, the final three games, 
two games Thursday night, one game Saturday night, all West games. SAR will will uh, host TABC. Ramaz and Kushner will do battle in Ramaz on Thursday night. And Saturday night, TABC will take on MTA in the Storm Center. All right, now before we move on to hockey, the highlight of everybody's year to begin, we're going to the rankings for hockey. Starting out in varsity, Frisch taking the number one spot uh, at this point. Uh, Frisch dominating Flopbush and beating TABC. Still got to be viewed as the number one behind them. DRS, again, also undefeated. Rombaum at three. SAR at four. Hafter at five. TABC at six. JEC in seventh. Flatbush at 8, Hank at 9, MTA at 10, North Shore 11, Kushner 12, Mag and David 13, Hillel, YDE, Solomon Schechter, and Westchester rounding out varsity. Moving over to JV, TABC currently in the top spot after their massive opening season win. Uh, DRS at 2, Frisch at 3, Hank at 4. Hafter at 5, JEC at 6, SAR 7, Rombaum 8, MTA 9, Ramaz 10, Flatbush 11, Kushner, YDE, Magan David, and Share Torah. Again, stay tuned to the court report for updated hockey, hockey rankings as this season goes on. Once again, you are listening to the Court Report on the Nakam Siegel Network. I'm your host, Elliot Weiselberg, taking you through the week in Yeshiva League Sports. We are sponsored by Crown Trophy of Brooklyn. Time to move on to basketball now. We'll start off in varsity basketball, where there have been some surprising results to date uh, in the varsity basketball season. Starting out in the East, at the top of the standings board, same place they were last year. Again, we talked about last year, about DRS going through the entire year undefeated, all the way from Cooper through Saracek. Um, this year, DRS starting off again, as we told you, they took the opening season, Mag and David preseason tournament, and have taken their first three games of the year, uh, defeating along the way. They've taken out Derek Hattora in a 51-250 effort. A uh, pair of Gideon Volinsky free throws sealed that one with 50 seconds left. Volinsky scoring 16 points on the night, led by Emil Kirstein with 18, while Derek Hattora paced by Adam Matovich with 18. Also taking out Mag and David, and most recently defeating Rombaum 56-38. Volinsky scoring 27 points in his second 20-point game of the year. So DRS leading the division. Uh, also at the top, Hank at 3-1. and one. Hank taking out Rombaum, taking out um, JEC, and a surprise win over Flatbush to start the year as well. That game over Flatbush was a um, a 49-36 Hank win. Hank trailed by one in the third before closing the game on a 25-11 run behind Mayor Levy's 15 points. Behind them, Rombaum at 3-2. Rombaum taking a couple of good games this year, defeating Megan David, Solomon Schechter, and North Shore, losing to DRS, and uh, as we as we mentioned a couple of seconds ago, but taking Hank to overtime before losing 61 to 58. So Rambam making a name for themselves at the top of the boards at the beginning of the year. Also making a name for themselves YDE. YDE currently two and zero. Took out Hank 51 to 49 to start the year. Jack Saye led all scores with 29 points, including an 18 footer off the glass at the buzzer of that one. Also defeating. Um, Derek Hattora, 50-37. Um, 
but not to mention, which we haven't, we, we didn't really get a chance to talk about the Saturn tournament, making it to the finals of the Saturn tournament last week against uh, Heschel, which we'll uh, touch on a little later when we get to Heschel. But YDE at 2-0, right now looking like a surprise runner this coming year, so pay attention to them as the season goes on. Also tied with YDE at 2-0, Hafter, Hafter taking wins over Shari Torah and, uh, and another win this year as well. Over Mag and David, that game, a 59-57 hafter win. Harrison Koritsky hitting a layup and one with .9 seconds left on the clock. Teddy Shama uh, taking 25 points for Mag and David. Stephen Mizrahi, 25 boards for the Warriors. Hafter led by Jason Abraham, also with 25 points. Behind Hafter currently, Shari Tora at 2-2. Two two. By the way, just to note, this is not including Hafter's game with North Shore last night. We don't have results for that just yet. Uh, behind Hafter, Shari Tora at 2-2. Two two. Shari Tora, as we said, taking that loss to Hafter. Also taking a loss to Kushner in a cross-conference game, which we'll talk about when we get to Kushner. Taking a win over Solomon Schechter and a win in overtime over North Shore. Speaking of North Shore, they are right behind Shari Torah at 1-2. and two. North Shore taking a win over Solomon Schechter, as we said, losing to Shari Torah, but also taking that loss to Rama. I'm also tied with them at 1-2. and two. A surprising name, Yeshiva of Flatbush. Flatbush opening their year a little bit of a down note. Flatbush taking loss uh, a loss to Hank. Uh, that one we discussed, the loss, the 49-36 to 36 loss. Also taking a uh, a very very big loss to um, to to SAR to open their year 68-63 that on and down but Flatbush seems to be turning the corner uh, this past week in a what was a 69 to 57 win over Frisch lead changed. Um, several times for two-and-a-half periods until big man A.B. Rosso showed his range, hoisting up two three-point shots to give Flopush a 41-39 lead. Falcons would then go on an 11-2 run that Frisch could not recover from. They would try, though, cutting the lead to six, but no closer as Flopush knocked the Cougars from the ranks of the undefeated, which we'll discuss when we get to uh, to the West. Flopush earning the first win on the year. Rosell leading all scorers with 27 points. Tied with them, Flatbush and Shari Torah. Uh, sorry, t- sorry. Tied with Flatbush is Derech Torah. Tied with Flatbush is North Shore and Derech Torah, both at one and two. Behind them, further down the charts, are the Owen Four, Mag and David squad, and Solomon Schechter. Sorry, just knew we forgot something. Quickly running through the divisions, massive divisions this year. In the East. DRS, Hafter, Flatbush, Hank, YDE, Derech Torah, Rambam, Magan David, North Shore, Solomon Schechter, and Shari Torah. Out West, Heschel, Frisch, JEC, SAR, TABC, Hillel, Maor, MTA, Ramaz, and Kushner. This sets up the same thing as hockey, varsity hockey, where the top six teams in each conference make the playoffs with the same setup. The championship will be at Yeshiva University on Sunday, March 26th. So we've we've uh, looked at the East, again, minus the half the North Shore game last night. Taking a look at the West, an even uh, an even better uh, an even better case study. Uh, Frisch jumping out to a five and one record. Frisch, uh, extremely extremely uh, surprising results. Taking uh, some very high scoring games. We've seen some high scoring games, mostly mostly uh, from the West. Uh, 
Frisch putting up 97 points on Hillel this uh, this past month, back on November 6th. Um, 97 to 43. Josh Dukas outscoring the entire Hillal team by himself. Uh, in the loss, Isaac Beta put up 35. You can hear Isaac Beta mentioned several times in relation to to Hillal. He's put up some massive point numbers. Um, he put up 36 in Hillal's loss to SAR this past uh, week. Put up 26 in their loss in their loss to Kushner uh, the week before, and 46 in a 91 to 74 loss to Ramaz, another high scoring game uh, back on the 10th. We'll get to that when we touch hello, but um, at the top I said Frisch at five and one. Frisch taken uh, surprising. Uh, the large wins over TABC, JEC, Hillel, Maor, Ramaz, and that one loss, as we just mentioned, to Flatbush. Right behind them, surprising, Kushner at 4-0. Kushner taking wins over Maor, Hillel, Salman Schechter, and Shari Torah. So Kushner um, beating up on teams that, that they really need to. Maor at the bottom of the division, Hillel at the bottom of the division. Both those teams have zero wins. Salman Schechter, Shari Torah combined... So the combined uh, opponents that they faced so far, two wins amongst those four teams. So they'll really, uh, they'll really uh, need to show a little more of who they are against some of the top teams as the season goes on. But right now, the season looking very promising for the Kushner Cobras. Uh, Sam Bernstein doing a lot of the damage for them. 22 points in the 57-52 win over Hillel. Uh, 30 points in the 72-32 win over Solomon Schechter. So they're they're really um, they're really putting it together in the early part of the season. As the season goes on, whether or not they're able to make it towards the playoffs, uh, we'll see once they face the teams that are really going to give them challenges. Behind them at three and zero, SAR. We discussed with uh, with Michael Courtney a few weeks ago. We discussed the potency of SAR again, taking the sixty eight sixty three win over Flatbush, taking a large win over Maor. And the 82 to 55 win over Hillel, in which Doby Marcus scored 30 points. Right behind them at three and one, TABC. TABC taking early season wins over Maor, doubling them up, uh, taking two wins over them, beating Ramaz, but losing to Frisch this past week, 53 to 38. So they're in the hunt as well. Uh, next on the list, although it depends how you look at it, where you want to put them in terms of wins and losses. Heschel, 2-0. Right now, the I guess you can say the undeniable uh, undeniable favorite of the early season. Again, Frisch doing extremely well and up at 5-1. But Heschel has taken on all comers and has rolled through every team that they've faced. They went out and they won the... Uh, they won the uh, the Cooper tournament in Memphis. They've taken every team. They've taken both their games in the Yeshiva League. They beat up on JEC and MTA uh, in the MTA game, 57-50. Heschel win. Ilana uh, Orgel, 22 points. Ilana Orgel, the MVP of the uh, of the Cooper tournament, um, also defeating YDE as well as several other Yeshiva League teams in the um, in the in the Saturn tournament last week. So Heschel really staking their claim to the season. Uh, they'll face Frisch this week. Heschel, Frisch, and SAR are going to get their, their real tests this week. So we'll know where each of those teams really stand. Heschel facing SAR on Tuesday night and then facing Frisch on Wednesday night. 
So, uh, sorry, on Thursday night. So we'll get a chance to see where all those teams really stack up with each other this coming week. It's going to be a very interesting week out west. But Heschel, at the end of this week, could either stake themselves as the clear favorite or one of those teams that can just be in the hunt and mentioned amongst the top favorites. Regardless, they'll be there towards the end of the year. The only question is, is this a case of DRS where DRS just ran away with it last year? Or is it really simply just competition? Behind them, Ramaz at 2-2. Again, Ramaz putting up that massive 91-point score against Hillel. Uh, Also taking wins, uh, a win over Ma'or to begin the season 65-63. Taking a tumble against Frisch and TABC, though. Behind them, MTA at 1-1. MTA, a win over JEC, and that loss to Heschel. Behind them, three teams with Ofers. You have JEC and Hillel tied at 0-4 again. Hillel, the very least, having uh, Isaac Beta to uh, to keep them entertained during their games. They may be able to take a couple of the games later on in the year. They have a, a schedule that may allow them to pick up some wins. Uh, JEC, uh, Mag and David, YDE, not so much an easy game, Uh or twice. So as the year goes on, they may have an easier schedule that could uh, that could favor them getting a couple of wins and making a push towards the playoffs. But that remains to be seen. Maor behind all of them at 0 and 6. Coming up this week, again we mentioned uh, the games are not including last night's game between Hafter and North Shore. So stay tuned to next week's score report to get that result. It's coming Monday night. North Shore and Derek Hattora will do battle. Tuesday night, Hafter and DRS meeting up in their rivalry game. Not as big a rivalry as last year. I mean, still a big rivalry, but last year when the two met, you know, the consensus was that it was for for the crown jewels. This year, both teams near the top, not necessarily at the top. It still retains that rivalry of schools, but not so much the 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 luster that it's had in, in recent years as we've had in terms of championship contenders. Out West, Tuesday night, two games, SAR and Heschel, as we mentioned, doing battle, MTA and Kushner. So four teams looking to stake their claim at the middle and top of the division, Heschel and Kushner uh, and SAR all undefeated. At least one of those teams will get their first loss. Also Tuesday, Flatbush and YDE doing battle in a cross-Brooklyn matchup. Flatbush looking to get to 2-2, two and two, YDE looking to stay undefeated. Wednesday night, we'll have two games both in the East, Mag and David and, sorry, that would be a cross game, but it will be played in the East. Hillel and Mag and David doing battle, and Flatbush and Solomon Schechter will play. Thursday night, Heschel will host Frisch in their second game of a gauntlet week. Out in the East, Derek Hattor will host Solomon Schechter. And Saturday night, uh, we have two games, Kushner hosting JEC and Rambam hosting Share Torah. Next Sunday, SAR and Hillel will do battle. Frisch and DRS will meet up in a cross game, as well as MTA and Solomon Schechter. Quickly running through the Jewish Hoops America Top 25. We'll go a little more in depth on it next week. Heschel taking the one spot. Hard to argue with them. Frisch at 3, SAR at 4, DRS at 5, Flatbush at 7, Hank at 12, MTA tied at 13, TABC at 16, Hefter at 18, YDE at 20, Rambam at 21, and Ramaz receiving, and Shari Torah receiving votes down just outside the top 25. 
we look to be running out of time, so we're quickly going to move over to JV Basketball. Sorry, girls. I know we haven't gotten a chance to talk about you yet. We'll get to you next week. I promise we will start off with you, and we will go through all of girls' basketball, JV, varsity, and varsity B. But let's finish off this show with boys' JV basketball. We'll also get to some other things which we'll discuss next week. We'll touch a little bit on YU sports. Um, I know we know I'm going to stick to... Uh, Yeshiva League, but we'll get into that a little bit because there are some interesting things going on there. But let's finish off the show with JV Basketball. In the East, DRS, Ezra, Flatbush, Hefter, Hank, Megan David, North Shore, Rambam, Shari Torah, and YDE. Massive East and West this year. Out West, Frisch, Heschel, Hillel, JEC, Kushner, MTA, Ramaz, SAR, TABC, and Westchester. Much like the varsity, top six teams in each make the playoffs. At the top of the East leaderboard is Hank at 3-0. Hank taking wins so far in this early season over... Rambam, Shari Torah, and YDE, one of uh, Michael Courtney's favorites to win the East. Definitely a lot to be reckoned with there, including big man Michael Tsor. Right behind them, DRS at 2-0. DRS taking win over Ezra, as well as a win over Mag and David to start the year. Flatbush behind them at 1-0, as well as North Shore at 1-0. Flatbush, a 52-27 win over Shari Torah two weeks ago. North Shore, a big win over Ezra as well. Rambam and YDE and Mag and David and Hafter all at 1-1. One one. Rambam starting out the year with a 65-29 loss to Hank, rebounding with a 57-26 win over Ezra. YDE starting out with a 55-44 loss to Hank before rebounding with a win over Heschel, 67-47. Mag and David started out a 61-59 win over Hafter, Yair Natkin, a coast-to-coast buzzer beater for that victory before losing to DRS by one, 50-49. Hafter, again, we just told you about their one loss to Mag and David, rebounding with a win over Shari Torah this past week, 56-42. to Again, Flappish, by the way, just, just before we get into it, we talked about Flappish before. Flappish played a game this past Monday night. We don't have a result for that just yet. Rounding out the division, Shari Torah and Ezra, who are presently again about Ezra, which we don't know. I believe Flappish beat them. Uh, both teams have zero wins. Shari Torah at 0-3. Ezra, I believe, is 0-4 at the moment. Moving out west, Frisch and MTA at the top of the leaderboard, 3-0. and Again, two teams Michael Courtney uh, talked about, Frisch always being a powerhouse. Frisch coming into the season, uh, dominating, beating JEC 62-48, to dominating Westchester, and also taking out Hillel by 10 points. MTA at 3-0, and beating SAR. Uh, who were who, as we discussed the week before, Michael Courtney was supposed to take them on, beat them 60 to 43. Also taking wins against JEC this, taking a win against JEC this year, as well as another win over uh, Hillel to uh, to cap out a 3 and 0 beginning to the year. Also undefeated TABC at 2 and 0. TABC defeating JEC this past week, 54 to 35. Also taking a win earlier on in the year against Ramaz, uh, sorry, earlier on in the week, 58-37. to Behind them, at 2-2 two and two is Hillel. Hillel uh, taking uh, wins over Kushner and Westchester while dropping games to Frisch and MTA. So dropping games to the teams above them, taking games against teams in their vicinity. JEC at 2-3. and three. 
Kushner at 1-2. and two. And so far, uh, Heschel and Ramaz played a game this week. We don't have a result for that. Uh, Ramaz faced, sorry, that was two weeks ago. Ramaz and Westchester played this week. Don't have a result for that. We have four teams so far who are winless. SAR right now at 0-1-1. They're only lost that MTA game. They'll have a couple of games, three games this coming week. Uh, so they'll really hit the meat of their schedule right now. Heschel and Ramaz presently on the score on the standings board are 0-1-1, although at least one of them has an extra win. And either Ramaz or Westchester, Westchester currently at 0-4, one of those teams will have an extra one. We'll get into a little more into JV next week about how how many wins uh, and how many wins really it should take to get to the playoffs, and where teams like Westchester, Ezra, and Shari Tora uh, need to really start picking it up in order to get themselves back into the race. Looking ahead to the week, big slate. In the East, Ezra and Mag and David will play Monday night. Tuesday, massive contests. Five uh, five games on the night. Kushner will host MTA out West. In the East, Flatbush will face YDE. A cross game between North Shore and Ramaz. SAR and Frisch doing battle. The last two uh, the two finalists from the last two years. So it's a great way to start out the year. SAR looking for their first win, though. Uh, looking to take it against Frisch. In the East, Hafter and DRS, the JV game of the varsity game that we mentioned earlier, uh, will be that final game on Tuesday night. Wednesday night, only one game, TABC and Hillel will do battle. Thursday, three games, Heschel and Frisch. Not as not quite the competition that the varsity game will be, but certainly a game to watch. SAR and Westchester, and Rombaum will host Kushner. Next Saturday night, MTA hosts TABC. Mag and David hosts Hank. Rambam will host Shari Torah. Next Sunday, Frisch and DRS, two of the top teams at their respective divisions, uh, will do battle in Frisch. Stay tuned for that one. And SAR will host Hillel. So again, that will just about do it. Again, sorry, girls. We will get to you next week. We'll also get in-depth onto uh, the basketball and roller hockey seasons that are going on at YU now. The roller hockey team really doing something surprising there, which we hope to touch on not only next week, but a little later on in the season. I want to thank you all for tuning in this week to us. I uh, hope you can listen next week. Again, remember that it will be Sunday night and Tuesday night as the encore from now on. So tune in every Sunday night. Again, just want to remind everyone that this coming Thursday morning, the Nachum Siegel Network will be the exclusive, exclusive place to find Jam in the AM and the Tuesday morning Jam in the AM sports update. So remember that. Download the NSN app. This way you can keep listening to Jam in the AM, to Nachum Siegel, to myself on Tuesday mornings, and you could also keep in touch with the court report on the Nachum Siegel Network. If you missed any part of this or any episode this season, you can catch the Encore presentation every Tuesday night at 7 p.m., or you can find the Court Report on iTunes or the Nachum Siegel Network app. Tomorrow morning, JM the AM with Nachum Siegel from 6 to 9 a.m., live on the stream, NachumSiegel.com, or on your radio, 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills, 91.9 FM, Rockland County. Again, that is only until Thursday morning. 
Once again, a huge thank you to our sponsors, Crown Trophy of Brooklyn. Please give them a call at 718-769-4111 for all of your plaque and trophy needs. For more of me, you can hear me every Tuesday morning on JM in the AM at around 7.20 with the Tuesday morning JM in the AM sports update. If you haven't visited the Court Report fan page on Facebook, please do so and click the like tab. Let's get that number up, people. Again, remember, download the NSN app to stay in touch with all the goings-on of the Court Report. See you next week right here on the Court Report, only on the Nachum Siegel Network. Hi, this is Elliot Weiselberg, host of The Court Report. Stay tuned for more amazing musical selections and programming only on the Nachum Siegel Network. NachumSiegel.com